Your sole purpose isn't a list to check off and it isn't a destination. Today, we're talking about what the true meaning of purpose is, according to Spirit. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to Modern Life and Spirit Podcast. My name is Christina Wooten, a certified psychic medium, and I'm here today with Robert Wooten. Hello. Who is our energy expert and certified Reiki master teacher. You caught me off guard there. Okay. You are here. I am Hopefully. Here. We I think you're here. here. Today, I wanted to address a subject that comes up a lot in readings, and this is about purpose. So I get questions all the time. What is my purpose? How I can live in my true purpose? What's the best way for me to be aligned with my purpose? And I also talk a lot about what I understand the true meaning of purpose to be in soul readings when I'm doing those and diving really deep into how someone can learn to truly know themselves on high levels and then act in accordance to evolve and continue to grow their consciousness. I have gone through a pretty big evolutionary journey in my work with spirit about what the true meaning of purpose happens to be. I definitely, when I started this work years ago, or when I first started professionally working with spirit, I had, I think, a minor understanding of what purpose meant. And over the years, Spirit has truly taught me a lot that's changed my perspective about what does it mean to live in purpose? Do we really have a purpose? (laughs) What is this all about? So I thought that we would take some time today on the podcast and just explore the things that Spirit has taught me and shared with me about purpose, how that has changed my view of what purpose really means in our lives and how we can just evolve our understanding of purpose. What I really like about the concept of thinking of purpose is it is, in my opinion, an an evolution in consciousness in itself because before that, everyone always talked about what is the meaning of life. And they asked this big, grandiose question, and that was the thought was, what is the meaning of life? And really, the meaning of life is boiled down to your purpose. So I think that when you start looking at what the purpose is, you're taking ownership of your journey. You're not saying, what is the grand meaning of life for everybody? Because for everyone, it's different, because we all have a different purpose. I like what you're saying about there's an acknowledgement of a certain level of responsibility. Right that we can participate in bringing forth our meaning and bringing forth more of a sense of purpose through participating, through understanding more about ourselves and what that direction is. And our spirit guides are always there supporting us, helping us to find these aha moments, these little nuggets, these places that are pushing us more in the direction of revealing more about the best way to live our highest vibration and to align at a greater level. 
I'd like to start by saying the biggest evolution that I've experienced in my understanding of purpose that Spirit has shared with me is that purpose isn't externalized. And I used to believe when I was learning about soul contracts and understanding how we create connections with soul families, we have certain agreements to accomplish certain things together, to challenge each other with specific lessons, to push each other towards continued advancement. And that has a externalized contract to it. Sometimes there are things where you say, yes, I'm signing on to fire this person from their job, or I'm signing on to divorce this person later on down the line, or I'm signing on to marry this person. So there are things that have an external context. And what I've learned, though, is that the important thing is not having a checklist that we get when we're coming into this incarnation. All right, here you go. These are the things that you have to do. And once you've accomplished all of these things and put check marks in all of these little boxes, then you get to come home and return to the spirit world. What I've come to understand is that actually it's more about consciousness and conscious evolution. The action itself is tied into a specific consciousness that we have. So as we are growing and developing and unfolding and changing and evolving towards more trust, more love, more deeper connection, as we are making those changes, it leads us to certain experiences and the natural reaction that we have in certain states of consciousness is to have certain actions or to take certain actions when the opportunity arises itself. So instead of having a checklist, we have more of a process that we're being guided on where our consciousness is really the baseline of all of that. And so our state of being is far more important than anything we're doing. What we're doing doesn't really have meaning in and of itself. It's about what that means about the growth and the change that we are undertaking and what state of consciousness and state of being we are in that brings us to that choice when we're at a crossroads. So what immediately came to my mind when you said that was like a guitar string. To know that you play this one string and it's an E string is not as important as the sound that it makes and the effect it has on the song or on the piece of music or on the person that is listening to it. It doesn't matter that it's an E necessarily. You don't have to say, oh, well, you know, I know this is the E string. But when you play it and it makes the sound and it has an effect, that is the more important part. That goes along with what I'm seeing as a process, Mm -hmm. because I think if you get bogged down too much into the details of what is my purpose, what is, you know, I need to know so I can be doing these things, that's sort of like thinking, well, what is the the string I'm supposed to play? Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're thinking about the whole totality of the music piece you're playing, you think of the music itself and the sound and the effect it has on your audience or the effect it has on the greater piece of music that you're putting out. Yeah, I love that. I think, you know, if we can consider everything like this grand, beautiful, universal orchestra that we're experiencing, we all have a certain part to play and a certain resonance. Right. Eventually, a real musician doesn't even think about the string that they're playing anymore. They're thinking of the sound they're trying to create. And I think that's where you start developing your understanding of your purpose, is that you start feeling more into 
what am I doing? What mm-hmm. is the cause and effect? What is the direction? What is the vibration? And what am I bringing to the world or to this reality? Exactly. So that consciousness is what anchors us into this continued process of growth and development. Now, I want to say, too, that some people who are listening may have that feeling inside that they are drawn to do something external, and they don't know why. They just know that they have to write that book, that that is somehow a part of their journey or part of their path. Or you might feel drawn to, I know I'm supposed to live in this whole other area. And so I know that there's a path and a journey for me that involves creating a change from my current experience to what that looks like. Or taking a big trip where somebody feels really drawn inexplicably to do something. So just because purpose is more centric in a consciousness type of experience, it doesn't mean that you're not going to feel drawn to do certain things because those certain things, the growth that you have to make to get there also is connected with that shift in consciousness that you need to make. So the action can also be a catalyst for some of the changes that you need to make. So if you need to write that book, that is just something intrinsically, you know, you have to write this, you know, this is an important part of your journey. The significance is probably not in the book. The significance is probably the journey of you believing in yourself and you expressing something fully and completely. Whenever you're teaching something to someone, you have to completely embody that thing in order to really understand it well enough to share with somebody else. That's a huge level of learning. It could also be that journey of dedication and showing up on a daily basis, that consistency. So the end result is maybe what you're feeling drawn to, but what your soul is seeing is the process and the journey and what that's going to take you on, where that's going to take you in the end is what the true value of it is. So our brains might go, ah, the purpose is to write this book and to share this with the world. But the true purpose is the change and the exploration that's happening on the inside. That's the real beautiful nugget. And because there's multiple layers to things as well. So you create this book but when it gets out, it has an effect on other people and it helps them grow and helps them move in some way. You know, it's an evolving process for not just yourself, but as yeah. for, you know, all of humanity, perhaps. Yeah, for those people who need that message, it can touch something within them and then they integrate a nugget. So think about the books that you've read. We've talked about this before on the podcast. We have books. We sleep on books. I mean, there's boxes of books underneath (laughs) our mattress. There's boxes. There's books everywhere in our house. But of those books, I retain usually one or two major nuggets from every book that I've read. And so the totality of it can be summed down to this has this kind of meaning. And then you integrate that into who you are, into your state of being. So for those people who need that message, they'll integrate it and it won't become knowledge to them as much as it can become true wisdom and something that they grow with, that they learn and they develop. So it can be the gift that keeps on giving and you become part of someone else's evolution and journey. But the interesting thing about that, to use that same metaphor, is that the nugget that you took away 
resonates with you and your journey, but someone else may read that same book and a whole different nugget resonates with them and their journey. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a one right. thing. Yeah, it has to do with like what cord needs to be right. pulled within. And there's the natural knowledge that we have about what we need in that moment that helps us take that next step, whatever is important to us in that time. All right. I'm going to ask you a question that I'm, I figured that some of our listeners may also be wondering. And that is, what is the difference between lessons and purpose? And how do they interrelate with each other? I think that lessons are like these small stepping stones that are part of what's revealing the information that we need to reach those higher and higher levels. So it's like a step. Every time we have a lesson, Mm -hmm. it takes us to the next step, which takes us to the next step, which takes us to the next step. And purpose would be more like the whole staircase. If we're expanding out, if we're looking at the whole picture, that would be what purpose truly is. Right. So the lessons are bringing you to these milestone, perhaps achievements, if that's the word we want to use. And that is moving us closer and closer to the whole picture of what we're trying to accomplish. When you said achievements, it made me think about this, that we have a tendency to think of these experiences as being part of our purpose as always positive things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But there can also be experiences where we leave a relationship and that's really painful and it's really hard, but it represents a greater sense of growth, maybe leaving that relationship meant that you reached a place of self-honoring and self-love, or you reached a place where you were releasing ego and desire and truly listening to what your growth journey was saying to you, or you're respecting yourself in a different way. It can also be an example of a loss. I know that there have been times where I put so much work and so much effort into growing, you know, a part of my business or in one area, and it just didn't work out. And it was discouraging and challenging at the time, but it led to this deepening of my roots, this growth, this new development, a a new understanding, a greater liberation than I would have had before. So those can be parts of your stepping stones as well. We can think of those as achievements, even though in our human world, our ego might be like, well, you failed. You know, Mm -hmm. you got divorced, you big failure, or, you know, you fell flat on your face with that situation. But when we really see what's happening, we can just stand there in awe and really hold each other with incredible amazement at the inward journeys that we're taking, if we could actually just see that, if we could see what was really happening, we could go, wow, that was an achievement. Something within you was being born in that period. I said this in our reading to someone today as a message from Spirit, and it's stuck with me a bit, that you can't bypass hard emotions, that those hard emotions are leading us to answer important questions. They're pushing us to have to dig deeper and go to a level that we've never gone before. And that's a hard emotional journey, but it is a necessary journey. That if you skip over, you don't get the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. You don't even see the rainbow because you're stuck in the storm and just trying to drive around it all the time. You're missing the true message in that experience. If you think about plants, for instance, if you grow your plants indoors and they're in their perfect environment, they get enough water, they get enough light, they get enough oxygen and carbon dioxide and they grow, 
they're not really very hardy a lot of times though but if you put them outside they have to do a hardening process the wind has to blow them mm -hmm. so that their roots can go stronger the wind mm -hmm. and the rain have to push on them so that their stalk gets yeah. thicker and stronger and if you compare sometimes your window box plants versus the plants you grow outside you'll see that the ones that have been through the wind and the rain and day and night and heat and cold are a much stronger and hardier plants and i think we're mm -hmm. that way also sometimes we go through these very difficult things yeah. and it creates within us maybe more compassion mm -hmm. it creates within us an inner resilience to know that we can overcome anything right. because we overcame that you know the wind yeah. pushed against us and we got stronger because of it i think it's hard because it on the human level it hits core wounds you know, it's our way that we interpret that wind pushing us over. Right. Instead of it just being, you know, I'm developing these roots. I'm, I'm growing. Look at me creating a whole new beautiful consciousness. We're going, why am I being beaten up again? Why is this happening? Mm -hmm. Why is God not listening to me? Why am I not being supported? I've worked so hard. I've gone through this lesson 80 freaking times. When are you going to throw me a life raft and a bone, right? So it's what we tell ourselves that hits on those those stories, that hits on the core wounds that make that hardening off process challenging. But if we can step out of it and realize that those stories are stories, they're not the reality. They're not the of, whole book. Yeah, they're right. not the reality of what's happening. Those are feelings that we are having. But because we feel unsupported doesn't mean we truly are unsupported. It's the, we're always supported. Just because we feel alone doesn't mean that we're truly alone. You are definitely, if you are out there right now listening and going, I just feel really alone. You are not alone. You probably have five spirit people in your car right now or in your mm -hmm. room. So just so you know, you most definitely are not alone. Just adjust to that thought for a moment. So our feelings are not fact, you know. Another thing that I have learned about purpose that spirit has taught me is that your sense of purpose, your state of consciousness that you are are growing into, there's a natural element of that. So it's usually connected with a skill or a gift that you already have. So something that you've developed, but it's the next level up and it should be scary. When you're truly living your purpose, it's requiring you to express and expand out in a way that feels really foreign that you probably don't really have a reference for it's requiring something new from you from not just the outside but the insides it needs something different and it's an evolution and a change and that part is always scary to our human selves because we have to expand into a new structure and create a new foundation to support the growth that we're undergoing. And anytime we're expanding into something new, it can be very, very scary. It's just our general, uh, a natural reaction <laughs> to things that are new as our brain goes, ah, and freaks out. So if you have a question between two different paths and two different options, What's the one that scares you but feels right? That there's enough nervousness in there, but it's a nervousness that's a butterflies. That something within says there's an excitement. There's something that wakes up within you when you think about that choice, when you think about that particular option. And of those two, 
that's the one to go with always. The one that scares you, but also wakes you up and excites you at the same time. And that's how you know you're really aligning with that greater level of growth and development that you're needing to take. When we're stepping into a whole new state of consciousness, it's like a fawn, you know, we're wobbly a little bit, we're stumbling around, we're not sure exactly what to do. But the journey, it feels right. Purpose is about the journey. Again, it's not about the destination. It's not a specific action. It's not a this checklist that you have to hit. And here's what I want you to remember is that you don't have to be thinking about what's my purpose? What do I need to do? How do I instead know that you're being guided naturally if you can stay focused in your heart in your day-to-day moment if you can stay fully focused on that and committed to your process of growth that you will be guided to that journey of purpose and so it's not for you on a conscious level to make out the checklist and think that purpose is connected with your vision board and what you want to accomplish. Those are not the same thing. Your vision board is not your sole purpose, folks. <laughs> a very different type of energy. Those are things that we'd like to achieve, we'd like to manifest, we feel driven towards, but it's not necessarily where your soul is moving towards and where it's growing. So if you just pay attention to what your intuition, to what feels right for your next right step, then your journey will be comprised of purpose. If you are out there, if you're struggling with your sense of purpose, if you have gotten your mind all turned around and wrapped up and you're not sure what's happening, maybe you're in a transitional period in your life and you feel like it's asking for something more from you and you see so many options in front of you and you're just not sure which one to take. You don't know which one is leading you to your highest level of growth. You're unclear what to pursue. I wanted to offer something that I know has supported so many of my clients in learning to uncover a greater sense of deeper self-knowing, of understanding their soul at higher levels, at understanding what your soul has come into this embodiment, into this incarnation to truly master and to express in this highest world. So this tells us what your internal motivations are, what your soul motivation is, what your lessons are going to be about, what the answer to your lessons are, and how you can align your relationships, your career, your life experiences in a way that fully and completely supports you in unfolding and expressing that highest experience rather than fighting against these parts of you that are going to come out anyway. And this is in soul readings. I've been serving now for 15 years, coming up on my 15-year anniversary. And something about that has really hit me hard. It's been an emotional experience of just incredible gratitude. I'm so grateful to do this work, to serve a sense of growth and purpose in my life through supporting others. And I'm incredibly grateful. When I was talking to Spirit about how I could celebrate this to a higher level. The thing that kept coming to me was talk about purpose, support others around purpose. And so what I'd like to do to offer you is if you are in that space, if you're struggling with your understanding of yourself and how you can align to this higher experience of purpose, I'd like to offer you 25% off 
a soul reading. This is only through June 1st through June 10th. So you have to schedule your appointment. You can schedule it anytime, but you just need to actually do the scheduling between June 1st and June 10th, even though your appointment may not be in that time frame. And you'll have 25% off a soul reading, which is around $80. So if you would like to receive this gift and take this opportunity to go deeper with your purpose, I'd love to support you in that process. And what you'll do is go to SedonaMedium.com. And when you go to readings and soul readings, you can use the coupon code WILDSOUL in all caps in order to get that 25% off. So WILDSOUL in all caps for 25% off. Thank you for being a part of my life. Thank you for being such an incredible, important part of my journey and my growth and my evolution and being able to serve spirit. I'm so thankful for the interactions that we have had. I've shared with you in this podcast how much working with Spirit has helped me to grow my understanding of what purpose really was, how I started and what I believed at one time has completely evolved from Spirit's perspective. So thank you for being this catalyst and this partner for this continued evolution and change. I know that I can support you also in creating the clarity that you need as well. Sending you lots of love and blessings. Until next time. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.